wisdom rise ancestors surround us rise. welcome to advancing the art of aging i'm carol silver elliott president and ceo of the jewish home family a continuum of services for older adults located in northern new jersey we are talking about a very hot topic today, and that's the COVID-19 vaccine. We're very excited at the Jewish Home to have gotten our date for our first round of vaccinations. Today is December 24th, and we will begin with the vaccination program on Monday, December 28th. So I'm grateful to Eric Regera, our Director of Nursing at Jewish Home at Rockley, for making time today to talk about vaccine and to talk about the things that everyone should know, not just the people who live here or the people who work here. Eric, tell me how you feel about getting the vaccine. Wow. So this is a, a long wait, and I'm very, very super excited that the COVID vaccine is here. And um, this is, I truly believe that this vaccine is the first intervention that will eradicate the COVID virus. And I truly believe that. And again, we've been dealing with this for almost nine to 10 months now. This is the time. This is the time that we have a solution, a right solution and the right way how to eradicate this virus. So I'm very, very super excited about this. And I, I can't believe that, you know, to me, this is like a Christmas gift for us. You know, it's, it's just a perfect timing. You know, tomorrow is Christmas Day and we're getting the vaccine on, uh, on Monday, on the 28th, which is I'm very, very enthusiastic about it. Eric, what do you say to people who say, but it's so fast. They got this vaccine out so fast. How do you respond to that? You know what? I, I, I know people have different opinions by it because it's so fast but you have to understand and remember when we had this vaccine of uh, this covid and we have to find a solution right away the government put so much time and effort and money in order for us to develop this vaccination that's why they called operation warp speed it's the right the right term for it um however with this research there's around 90 to 95,000 um, volunteers who, who, did this who did this vaccine trial. And again, that's out of, you know, it's out of the norm. Um, if you think about it, a vaccine, they develop within five to six years. You're absolutely right. But then again, they put so much technology, so much resources, so much support, not only the United, the whole entire world for this. So again, they found the right ingredients, as we say, for this vaccination. You got to remember, this is around the, the, the Pfizer and the Moderna vaccine. It's between 90 to 95% effectivity. Never heard of any vaccination, such as like a flu vaccine or other vaccines present that are being given, that this is so much efficient and effective. Um, if you think about it, the flu vaccine is usually 38 to 50% effic efficacy. I mean, uh, this is 90% to 95%. So if you think about it, logically, it's worthwhile. It's worthwhile getting it. Uh, it's a no-brainer. To me, it's a no-brainer. What do you say to the people who say, but I'm scared, I'm scared, I don't know what this is going right. to be like? What do you say? It's okay to be scared. There's a lot of unknown questions, absolutely, but you got to stick to the facts. Facts are so important. If you're going to look at the literature 
and the study, what this vaccine came out, it has a very less side effect, very, very minimal, minimal after effects of the vaccination. Um, the, the first thing that I hear, the, the most common side effect is our, uh, our, our soreness in the arm. Whenever you get a vaccine, that's a common side effect. I have colleagues, I have friends um, in New York State, and they had the vaccine earlier than us. And I never heard a single person that I know that, they, that he or she said that I had a bad side effect from the COVID. Technically, no side effect at all. Um, I haven't spoke to a person that had a fever from the vaccine, nor like an after effect such as chills. I never heard anybody had it based on my personal experience. Um, my wife is getting the vaccine also on Monday, you know, which is we're both super excited. I mean, she's working in, our, in our, one of our local hospitals here, and she has friends or, or doctors who had the vaccine since last week. And again, no issues at all. I mean, and everybody was enthusiastic about it. So my, my suggestion to, to um, people who are having second doubts or second thoughts about the vaccination, you have to stick to the facts and read the facts. There certainly are a lot of wild rumors going around, you know. My favorite of the wild rumors is that there's a microchip in the <laughs> vaccine and, the, you know, the drug companies are going to be able to trace you. How are you responding to all those rumors? You know, everything's about being sensible and logical. I mean, everybody has cell phones, right? So the question is, you know, we, we, you, you've been tracked with your cell phone already to begin with. So uh, there's a lot of what happens if, you know, or, or, or this is a conspiracy theory. I mean, again, you know, these are rumors. You really got to squish it. You got to focus on what is the good of this vaccine. You got to focus on that. You got to remember this COVID, which I experienced. Is having a COVID is not fun, and we know that. And it's very fatal, and there's no specific medication for it. And again, we have loved ones, we have family members, we have friends who died or who are suffering right now with the after effects of the COVID. Think about it. Would you rather get a COVID and take a risk and get this, get this after effects from COVID or take the vaccine, which is going to be covered for a long, long time. You have an immunity to COVID and deal with a side effect for like an hour, a soreness in the arm. Think about it. Be logical. Absolutely. Some people are saying as you had COVID, I had COVID, I have natural immunity. Is it natural immunity better? You got, this is a good question. A lot of staff members, you know, a lot of um, people that are saying, oh, by the way, you know what, since I had COVID already, I have the antibody. You have to remember this antibody goes away. Um, I have a couple of nurses actually who tested for antibody again, who had the COVID virus in March, late March. Guess what? The antibody is gone already. So technically, can you get the COVID again? Chances are probably you can. You know, you will. I mean, so, so again, the best way to protect yourself is have this immunization and build that immunity again. I mean, um, this antibody goes away. We know that. And that's a fact. Again, stick to the facts. So, Eric, one of the questions that I know people are asking is, okay, I'm going to get this vaccine. Can I stop wearing these face masks? Uh, that's a very good question. I think that's going to be a norm for wearing a face mask. Again, you got to be sensible. You have to protect yourself and to the others as well. The COVID vaccination is one of the tools 
or one of the our 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 our, our weapon to fight this 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 virus. And wearing a mask is also a tool to fight this virus as well to prevent the spread. Um, a lot of family members are asking, you know, oh, probably after this, or or or, or nurses or or our staff, can we remove our mask? You know, after the vaccine, High, highly unlikely. But because again, some you got to remember, not everybody will take the vaccine. You know, so so it's a very good practice, of course. In the building or outside the community, you know, you have to wear mask. Right. What I have been reading is that yeah. when we as a country get to a high percentage of exactly. people who have been vaccinated, that'll be the day when we right. say, okay, no more face masks. But right. for now, for now yeah. we will continue to do all the things we're doing with face masks and all of the other kinds of prevention because that's what has to be done to keep people safe. Uh, absolutely. I mean, um, you gotta. You, you have to focus on the simple, basic infection prevention, such as hand washing, wearing a face mask. This is not complex. Hand washing. You gotta remember twenty seconds to lather your hands. You know, with soap and water. I mean, not the whole procedure is twenty seconds. Just the lathering. Again, but an effective tool to prevent the spread of the virus. Absolutely. We're, so, Eric. You know, we have at the Jewish Home at Rockley, we have about 150 older adults in our building. How do they feel about the vaccine? It's interesting. Um, of course, we have elders that are very, very alert. We started talking to the alert elders, and I'm happy to say that they're very enthusiastic about this, taking this vaccine. I, actually, I spoke to one elder last week about, you know, I, I told this uh, uh, the elder that, we're giving the vaccine, the COVID vaccine. Are you taking it? Of course I'm taking it. This is what the elder said. This is like a comparison of discovering the polio vaccine in the 40s. Polio is eradicated. And the reason why that it's eradicated is because of what? Because of the vaccination. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. So tell me how the process is going to work at the Jewish home. What's going to happen? And is right. this, you know, I'm going to show up on Monday and... Someone on the staff is going to give me a shot. How is that working? Right. So, so the the directive is um, we contracted with an uh, with with a commercial pharmacy, a retail pharmacy, CVS and Walgreens. We have an option, so we pick C CVS, and this is across the board. This is what they're doing in long term care facilities. What happens is, of course, uh, they will give us dates, which we had specific dates already. Um, the vaccination is, of course, given it twice. You know, you have the primary and the booster. Um, so definitely, if you will get the vaccine primarily, you know, the Pfizer, you cannot switch to other vaccine. You have to really follow up and get the booster. So we have to get consents, absolutely consents. Um, we need to get um, consent is very generic. You know, simple questions like what you get. If you get a, a flu shot from Walgreens or CVS, it's pretty much the same. Um, we assist and help our staff members. Actually, Carol and I, we spoke to the staff. They've been talking to the staff since yesterday, but I joined them this morning. And again, we explained it to them the, uh, the, 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 the facts and the myths of the, co of the vaccination. And, and again, understanding the reason, the true reason and why we need this vaccine. Uh, they're signed the consent. They fill it up. Of course, you know they will ask simple um, um, insurance uh, insurance uh, uh, questions uh, again. You know, but this is free. This is free, provided by the federal government. But um, but in but on the other hand, of course, CVS pharmacy supplying everything. They're coming in here with their manpower. Um, 
with, with, with their equipment, you know, with their everything, you know, from syringes to uh, cotton balls, as you see, as you said. Um, and of course, there's a $15 fee for that. But think about it, $15 is, uh, versus, you know, a protection from this nasty virus. I mean, go figure, you know, I mean, um, so anyway, so once we get the count, we submit that to um, to, to, to CVS uh, Pharmacy, and then they will come in here on Monday, you know, from 10 to 4, they will be starting vaccinating the elders and the staff as well. And there's this what you call a post-vaccination uh, assessment between 15 to 30-minute period. We just see, you know, how you're doing, how you're reacting to the vaccination. So we have plans already in place for the elders and for the staff as well for this uh, post-assessment vaccination. That's great. Yeah. So people are asking also, I have allergies. I have allergies. What should I do? What are you telling people? You know what? Um, that's a good question with allergies, but it's highly unlikely you will have a severe allergic reaction to this, uh, uh, to, to, to this uh, vaccination because you got to remember, this is, didn't even derive from any animal products nor a dead virus. Never. So there's no, let's say if I'm allergic to peanuts, there's no peanuts in there on that vaccination. Um, or I have, I'm, I'm allergic to an animal fat, like certain certain uh, animal products. So or an antibiotic. Or yeah. Highly unlikely you will get an allergic reaction from this vaccine. Highly, highly unlikely. What would happen if someone did get an allergic reaction? Okay. What would happen? All right. Then the most common side effect of an allergic reaction from this vaccination, they said they get chills, you know, which I never heard, you know, and also... Um, also, some um, some muscle uh, discomfort. Um, there, the, the physicians are advising you can take Benadryl an hour before you take the vaccination. Also, we're ready. We have EpiPens in the building. I mean, just in case. But again, as I said, I never encountered or never heard, you know, people who taken the vaccination for the past weeks uh, who had a, a, an allergic reaction. But again, you know, we have we have. Um, we have interventions in place in the building. So we're prepared. We're prepared, absolutely. Okay. You know, as we have walked around and talked to the staff, we've gotten a lot of questions. I have this, I have that, I have diabetes, I have lung issues, I have this, I have other things. What's your answer to those folks? The more comorbidities that you have, the more eligible you, eligible you take this vaccine. Take it. Right. And, and whenever I, we speak to the staff, you know, and, and, and I thought we will tell them, call your physician and find out what they will say. You know, the answer is that, that what the doctor will say, go take it. Take you it know, as soon take as, it as possible. Super possible. Right. Yes. Right. Take it as soon as possible. You got to remember, you know, it, unfortunately, if you will skip this vaccination because due to limited amount, uh, if you skip this, like we're offering it before uh, at the end of this month on the 28th, chances are you might be going to get this in the public probably by late spring or summer already. Those are precious time, you know. Every time counts. I mean, especially when we're caring for our elders, we're caring for our loved ones, you know. So it's a really no-brainer. The earlier you take the medic, this vaccination, the better. You know, in, in April when so many people were ill and so many of us were worried, and it was even before we had a regular testing, I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I have to be so careful because I couldn't live with myself if I brought it in and some of our elders got COVID. This is something so serious and right. so significant. Can you tell us a little bit about the person that's going to be the very first to get the COVID vaccine at the Jewish Home? Oh, absolutely. I mean, um, um, 
this person is dear, near and dear to us. Um, unfortunately, you know, when she saw, when she got the COVID um, in early springtime, you know, she spent a long time in the hospital, and to a point that um, there's a lot of deficits and, and 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 issues. Even right after she recovered, and based on her experience, again, I, I keep saying, you know what? If you will talk to this person about her life experience with COVID. You, you will change your perspective if you're kind of suspicious about this vaccination because it's horrible what she's been through. Yeah. And, 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 it, and, and you don't want that to happen to yourself, to your loved one, and to your friends, and to the elders. You don't. Right. You know, she was in the hospital for three weeks. Three weeks, yes. She wrote her own obituary. She was sure that her life was ending. She's very open about this. She's actually done a podcast with us. And she, after she came back, and still to this day, there are times when she's short of breath. She right. still has oxygen at home. I remember one day, she was back a couple of weeks, and we were in a meeting with her, you and I, and I looked at you, and after the meeting, I said, can you go check her pulse ox? Because I, I was that. worried about the way she was breathing. You know, people who think this is nothing, they're wrong. They're wrong. We're very fortunate as an organization that we didn't lose any staff. Most of our colleagues did. We lost elders. Many of us lost friends. Some of us lost family members. And, you know, I've had people say to me, oh, you know, if I get it, I'll get over it. And I have to say, you're wrong. You know, you don't know that. I have stood at the bedside and watched one of our young folks here die from COVID. And it is not, it's not nothing. And it's a horrible way to die. And it's certainly ending people's lives prematurely. You know, I I feel almost evangelical about this vaccine because this is the only tool in our toolkit. This is all we have. And I have said that to the staff all over this building. You know, you owe it to yourselves. You owe it to your families. You owe it to your colleagues. And most of all, you owe it to our elders because our one and only mission here is to give people quality of life and keep them safe and healthy and not to protect them with a tool that is right there, right Right. there coming to them. You know, it feels like like you're not... You're not living up to your expectations, expectations of yourself as a healthcare professional, as someone who works in long-term care, and honestly, as a human being who cares about other people. Absolutely. I mean, um, you, you got it. You got it, really, uh, Carol. Um, this COVID has a negative impact to all our lives. I don't care what your socioeconomic status. I don't care how old you are. This virus doesn't discriminate. I mean, you can see right now, even the younger adults are getting this COVID. And unfortunately, the, there's a mortality rate with, with, with adults as, with younger adults as well, as we know. So we have this responsibility, you know, to be advocates of ensuring that it's okay to get this COVID vaccination. And this is the solution. This is the right solution as people, as human beings, we need to care for each other. We need started hugging again. You know, I mean, it's been a while. You know, uh, it, it, today is Christmas Eve, and then again, I don't want to sound philosophical or 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 or, uh, or religious, but um, 
I, I, I totally feel that I'm missing a lot this holidays. We are. We are. I couldn't see my loved ones. I couldn't hug my, my, my aunts, my uncles, like what we do. I cannot hug my nieces and my nephews the way that we used to during the holidays. We have to go back to the normal again. We have to be start as human beings again. We have to have that human touch again, you know, like what we, like we're doing it. You know, we have to really go back to the norm. And we have to celebrate this vaccination. This is a joyous occasion. So on Monday, we're going to party. We are yeah. going to party. <laughs> we're going to celebrate. We yes. are going to party. Yeah. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. I hope that everyone listening to us has a better understanding of the vaccine. I hope that when their opportunity comes to take the vaccine, that they seize that opportunity so that we can move even more quickly as a country to be a safe place for everyone. Thank you all. Thanks for being with us today. Thank you. All of the children rise. Elders with wisdom rise. Ancestors surround us rise.